Will They Find a Home? Sponsored by Geico. Steve is intrigued by the paranormal. Otherworldly spirits really make a house a home, you know? Janice has different taste. I'd like my house to not be haunted. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Steve and Janice found a renovated Victorian that's only haunted from 9 to 5. Okay, wife's home. Y'all gotta bounce. Bye, Steve. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. From the basement of the Bob and Tom Studios, it's that Josh Arnold podcast. Oh, hello there. My goodness. 12 15 20. That's today's date. Normally I say something like the second week of December, the third week of December, but I couldn't remember if it was the second or the third week, so I gave you the specific date in which I am sitting here talking. It looks to be the third week of December. I'm not going to bother starting over because, quite frankly, it doesn't matter that much. But what does matter is my guest this week. Holy cow. A person... uh, I've grown to really care about, but I'm happy they're here with me this week. My guest is you. Oh my gosh. How are you? Look at you. Oh boy. You look good. And, uh, well, I certainly hope you're feeling good as well. I'm a little cold. It's, it's getting chillier down here in the basement. Um, and the air is getting drier, you know? So it just, it's, I mean, I'm surrounded by concrete and, um, not a lot of insulation down here, so uh, yeah, it's getting cold. But I'm not complaining. I'm wearing my frock and my uh, fuzzy slippers, and um, all is well. I'm very comfortable, uh, in spite of being slightly cold. Um, I hope uh, wherever you are, you're staying uh, warm. Or if where you are is warm, your um, your homeostasis is uh, where it should be. Which, uh, actually, by definition, is homeostasis. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, that's that's a big word, but it's not the word of the week. Um, we're not quite to vocabulary station yet, because I need to uh, tell you about this week's sponsor. This show is sponsored by A Pleasant Smell. Oh, boy. You know, you walk in somewhere, and you, you kind of you smell the air. You go, oh, that is nice. Maybe it's a bakery. Maybe... Um, you walk into your home and there's some cooking going on. You go, oh boy, oh boy, are we in for a treat? There's uh, some kind of baking happening. Maybe cookies, you know, tis the season for those or, uh, something in the crock pot there, or maybe, uh, it's the summer and you walk outside one morning and your neighbors cut their grass and, oh man, that fresh smelled, uh, that freshly cut grass, that sure smells nice. And then you walk by the, uh, the dryer vent. <laughs> Get a little whiff of fabric softener. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, whatever it is. I'd like to thank A Pleasant Smell for sponsoring us today. And uh, one smell that um, I uh, like is uh, a fireplace with uh, smoke. And something that smokes would be a... <laughs> Jason, wait until wait until you find out what I'm doing here. Something that smokes would be a steam engine, <laughs> which would carry us right on into Vocabulary Station. 
Look at that. Oh, boy, running smoothly on the tracks. Very smooth, like that segue I just uh, I just had for uh, all of you. I love this word. This is a good one. It's a noun. Of course, we all know that is a person, place, or thing. I don't have to tell you that. But uh, I hope you get to use this word this week. Um, it's something that could have a pleasant smell, that's for sure. Uh, boy, the holidays. Man, you got to love the, all the food involved with them. And uh, maybe you're trying something new. Maybe you're having uh, some of your favorites. I hope both. And uh, this word is certainly food-related. Noisette. Noisette. It's spelled like noisette, N-O-I-S-E-T-T-E. But it's pronounced noisette. And it means a filet of meat or (laughs) a a loin, uh, if you will, of meat. So uh, perhaps tonight you're going to have some, uh, oh boy, maybe sort of beef uh, medallions and uh, scalloped potatoes. You could say, oh, mom, these, uh, these beef noisettes sure are delicious and uh, really impress uh, her and, or whoever you're dining with. Uh, you know what? I think tonight I'm going to have some... Uh, some catfish noir. In fact, the next time I go to Cracker Barrel, I'm going to use this. Uh, I love Cracker Barrel very much. It's, um, <laughs> truth be told, my my favorite chain restaurant. And I will uh, I will order the catfish catfish noisettes and see what they say. I'm sure they won't even they won't be uh, the slightest bit amused. And I'll have to go. I, I mean the catfish fillets. And go, well, why did you say that in the first place? My gosh. And, uh, and then I may have to switch servers. But I hope you get to use this word, noisette, a filet of meat or a loin of meat. Boy, this uh, pork noisette sure uh, sure is hitting the spot. What a fun word. I enjoy it. And I enjoy many things. Uh, In fact, what I enjoyed this week. Oh, boy. Well, you know I enjoy this song. Look at this guy. He's uh, all dressed up there. He's got his three-piece suit on, his hat, and he's headed to the butcher shop to get some noisettes for uh, Christmas dinner. My, oh, my, they're going to have a feast, aren't they? He's going to get, he ordered up some uh, goose noisettes. (laughs) And he's sure going to, sure going to have a good time with those. Well, uh, anyway. Uh, I don't really have something I enjoyed this week. Why? Because this whole episode is going to be about things I enjoy specifically. And this question came to us from uh, Jordan. He says, what's your favorite Christmas movie and why? So I'm going to, uh, well, not just tell you what my favorite Christmas movie is. I'm going to tell you about ten of my favorite Christmas movies, and uh, you may be going, ah, oh, geez, this is going to take forever. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be quick about it. Um, I, I mean, I, 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 I tend to ramble on, but uh, I will try to do my best to stay uh, succinct, and, uh, and, and, I, and, and this list is going to cause some controversy. I've left off uh, some of your favorites, I'm sure, and I've included um, movies that, that some people would consider to be not good. 
Uh, but I can't help it. I enjoy them. Um, and I'm not going to talk about television uh, specials. I love the holidays television specials. I, um, boy, all that Rankin Bass stuff, the, the Rudolph and uh, all those, and then Frosty the Snowman, and you got your, well, boy, perhaps the best one, the Charlie Brown Christmas, which, um, uh, you know, uh, Apple TV made this, they, they bought the whole Peanuts catalog, and uh, I'll be honest, it bummed me out a little bit. I, I think the Peanuts holiday specials are meant to be viewed on regular network television, complete with commercials, and you sit down and you, you watch them as a family or, you know, whoever you're with or maybe, you know, b- by yourself, and and yeah, you uh, those should be available to everyone, and I know, I know, Apple said, hey, We've partnered with PBS, and we're showing them on PBS. Uh, and also, uh, you can get Apple uh, TV uh, or whatever it is, Apple Plus, for free uh, for three days. The, the the Peanuts things will be available. Well, you're still just getting us. That's not that generous of you, Apple. You're still <laughs> wanting us to go to you, and then after the three days of free Peanuts cartoon, go, well, now we're going to subscribe. It's still, a, it's still a gimmick. But I am glad that they have made it available uh, on PBS because every family and every kid deserves to see those. I think I think this, those have almost become a right Um well, uh, first off, a rite of passage. You boy, everybody should watch them. And then, and second, uh, a R I G H T right. It's it's it should be everybody's right to enjoy the. I think the magic of the uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and uh, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and of course the Charlie Brown Christmas special, which is boy just wonderful. But like I said, I'm going to talk uh, about. Uh, all of these movies received theatrical releases, and uh, now they're shown uh, during the holiday season on TV and cable and some of these, you know, on all the streaming services or whatever. And I, I have the list here, and I don't really have um, in them in any particular order. Um, I do have three what would be considered non-traditional Christmas movies on the list, and I'll kind of save those for the end. But uh, why not start off? These these are movies that I try to watch every December. Uh, I don't always get through the whole list, but I definitely try to watch them, uh, you know, around the holidays. Uh, Christmas movies. Um, and by the way, I apologize. Well, you know what? I don't uh, apologize. If you don't celebrate Christmas, there's no reason for me to apologize because I do. Uh, what I should say is I certainly don't mean to leave you out if you uh, don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, that's not my intention here at all. Um, so, uh, and by the way, happy Hanukkah, what, whatever it is you're celebrating. Oh, gosh, I hope it's a terrific holiday for you. Um, I, 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 no matter what you're celebrating, what a just, it's just a great time of year. And um, yes, uh, again, no include, uh, I, I, no, um, I, I do not mean to uh, leave you out uh, by any means. So, but I'm also not going to apologize for the fact that I celebrate Christmas. Anyway, uh, first on the list, I think, is a favorite of many. Uh, it's Christmas Vacation. Boy, the Griswolds. Uh, how can you not celebrate? Uh, how can you not watch this movie over the holidays? 
it's just wonderfully funny, sweet, and um, it's a riot. It's it's got oh, man, you know, Chevy Chase has somewhat of a negative reputation for um, being difficult and all that, but boy, when you watch him perform, that sure is easy to forget. He's so funny and really does some tremendous acting here. It's easy to dismiss as oh man, he the slapstick and the comedy and everything. You forget, he puts a lot of heart into that role uh, of Clark Griswold, and it's just, just so funny and so sweet. And uh, well, you've all seen it. I, if you haven't, my gosh, get out there and watch Christmas Vacation immediately. One, uh, the next one is uh, boy, maybe just as funny as Christmas Vacation. It's Scrooged with Bill Murray. I I love it. It's uh, a modern, well, I, I think like 1988, but a modern uh, take on Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, of course. And he uh, <laughs> he's the epitome of a Scrooge. He's a television executive who's quite uh, a jerk. And my goodness, if being visited by three ghosts doesn't, turn him around and, and get him to see the joys of Christmas. And uh, that's another one that, that I, you know, could very well leave you a little, well, less than dry-eyed at the end of it. You might uh, choke up a bit. I know I do. It's, it's, it's uh, wonderfully funny, and uh, it's got a big heart, great performances. You might say the movie gets stolen by Carol Kane, who plays the ghost of Christmas present. She's this very sweet uh, sort of fairy, but she's totally physically abusive to uh, Bill Murray. Um, if you haven't seen that one, you're, you're really going to enjoy it. And if you have, I hope you're watching it again. This is a uh, number three on my list. And again, these aren't in particular order, but um, this is one that might be underseen. Uh, and, some cons- and some just think it isn't good. Um, but I sure, sure enjoy it. It's called The Ref, starring Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey, uh, who, you know, maybe we're not allowed to talk about. Whatever. He's in the movie, and he's really good in it. Um, and it was before. Well, yeah. And uh, 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 and uh, Judy Davis and just a, a, a younger J.K. Simmons shows up at one point. And... It's about this couple who's having real trouble. They're they're pretty much at the end of their marriage and uh, no longer, I mean, not only do they not necessarily love each other, they can barely stand each other. They've got some real problems. And Dennis Leary is a cat burglar who has to, in a pinch, he carjacks them and they take him to their house and he... <laughs> Uh, they're having family over, and he has to, in, in order to elude the uh, the authorities, he has to pretend that he is their marriage counselor and is spending Christmas with them. And this is a uh, uh, this is this is, one isn't necessarily a family movie. There's certainly a lot of salty language flying around, as you might expect from Dennis Leary, and uh, <laughs> and lo and behold, the family shows up, and there there are uh, issues. With all the family members and uh, the, you know the main couple trying to get along, but they can't, and uh, Dennis Leary being nervous about being caught by the police, and all of this comes together, and it's wickedly funny. It's very funny, and uh, it's got a nice ending, and um, 
yes, if you've not seen the ref, and you can handle a little bit of R-rated uh, language, oh, check it out. Uh, I, I hope you enjoy it. This next one, um, I unabashedly uh, enjoy. I don't care who says it sucks. <laughs> It didn't do well when it came out. I saw it in the theater and loved it, and uh, it was it's not <laughs> it wasn't very like well received by critics, but it I get a kick out of it every time. It's called Mixed Nuts, and it stars Steve Martin and uh, Madeline Kahn and the great Rita Wilson and Adam Sandler and Liev Schreiber. And Robert Klein. It's got a hell of a cast. Gary Shandling shows up. Uh, John Stewart and Parker Posey and Juliette Lewis. I mean, it's loaded. And it was written and directed by Nora Ephron of uh, Sleepless in Seattle fame. And she wrote the script for When Harry Met Sally. She knows what she's doing. And a lot of people consider this uh, a, a misstep in her career. I can't help it. I I really adore this movie. It's got a darker premise, but it's actually pretty light on its feet. Steve Martin runs a suicide hotline, and of course, they get pretty busy during the holidays. And uh, they're also about to be shut down because it's a non-for-profit and they can't pay their rent. And all these characters collide... And um, in a wonderfully, a wonderfully silly, uh, farcical fashion, and I, it makes me laugh a lot. Adam Sandler is a weirdo in it. It's like young Adam Sandler, so he's sort of in that uh, talking like this. it's very. I mean, that's pretty much what he's doing the whole movie, and he's got a couple silly songs that he does in them. But the the. Uh, piece de resistance, if you will, of the movie comes, I think, uh, and this isn't a spoiler alert, it's something just to look out for, when Liev Schreiber's character, um, who is a, uh, boy, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't quite know, he's, I, I guess you would say he's a transvestite in that he, he likes being dressed in women's clothing, and he, but he is a gay man in it as well. I'm sorry. I, I don't know the correct terminology. Uh, but uh, he shows up and he kind of he enjoy, he enjoy kind of crushes on Steve Martin a little bit. And all he wants for the holidays is to dance with Steve Martin's character. And Steve being his character being the nice guy that he is, is reluctant to do so. But he does it and they have this dance number. That is delightful. It's it's very funny and uh, um, and also very sweet. There's no there, there's nothing uh, mocking about it or or there's no malice involved in the humor that comes from you know a straight guy dancing with a gay guy who there's nothing uh, nothing at all malicious about it. It's very funny and uh, I hope you give mixed nuts a chance. It's I, you know, I'd even be hard pressed to say that it's a good movie, but it is a. I really enjoy it. I, I, I can't help it. I like it. Next is a movie I watched for the first time last year, and it is maybe uh, many many consider to be the definitive Christmas movie. It's a Wonderful Life. I had never seen it. 
I had tried watching it in my 20s late at night, and um, I fell asleep. But over the years, I've come to really appreciate older movies. Uh, Turner Classic is on all the time at my house. My DVR is loaded with movies off of Turner Classic because I like I, I, I've just grown to love watching the earlier stuff. And it's a wonderful life. I finally was able to sit down and watch it last year. And it charmed the pants off me. It's it's great, which of course it is. I mean, everybody says it's great, and uh, it's as good as its reputation. And oh, you know, it didn't hit me um, last year. I, you know, I, and sometimes movies hit hit you at, in different ways at different times. Last year, it didn't hit me in the emotional way that I thought it would. Everybody talks about how they cry at the end, or um, you know, that kind of thing. I I don't I didn't and I I will cry at movies but I it didn't hit me like that so I'm I and I haven't watched it yet again this year but when I do it'll be interesting to see if it hits me a little harder but I uh oh boy I I really don't even need to to talk well if you don't know what it's a wonderful life's about James Stewart um is sort of uh, at, at at one point visited by a uh, guardian Angel, who who says, "Hey, this b- before you jump off this bridge here," <laughs> which is what uh, James Stewart's about to do. He goes, "Why don't I show you what life would be like if you didn't exist?" And and uh, yeah, it's that old uh, that old tale. So, uh, boy, well, a, a classic for good reason. If you've never seen it, check it out. If you have, I'm sure you'll be watching it again. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this this uh, favorite of mine. Home Alone. I love Home Alone. I <laughs> I think it's uh, incredibly funny, and it has a special place. Well, a couple of these movies have a uh, have, have special places uh, in my memories and, and in my in my heart. Uh, Home Alone. I remember my grandparents took me to see. I boy, I must have been fourteen, fifteen, and we uh, went and saw it. And I we howled, howled. Just loved it, especially that third act. And I actually, I recently went back and read some reviews on Home Alone, and it's 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 surprising how, and these were uh, reviews that came out um, then when the movie came out. These were the 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 reviews, and it was there was a a surprising amount of them who criticized the movie for being (laughs) unnecessarily violent, and (laughs) like a lot of more than one review said. Hey, the movie's great up until this uh, third act when it just turns into a violent slapstick. And in my head, even now, I'm going, you mean the best part? What? You didn't like when the <laughs> the robbers get their comeuppance and all those wonderful uh, traps and tricks that Kevin McAllister laid out for them are... They're they're being uh, used to fruition, and uh, man, oh man! I mean, it's slapstick at its best. And uh, is it implausible? Of course, yes. This kid couldn't get away with this. There's no way that most of these things would have worked. <laughs> but who cares? Uh, it's so fun, so fun to watch. And I even like Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. Um, is it's <laughs> the the same exact blueprint, and um, uh, just slightly different, and it's it's still it's still very good, sweet, funny, and uh, boy, Joe Pesci and uh, 
Um, oh my gosh, how do I not? Daniel Stern, they, uh, oh boy, they're just so, so funny. I did recently see, boy, what, two days ago, I saw that Home Alone 4, um, which was a, I had to look it up, it was a uh, like Wonderful World of Disney special in the early 2000s. That was on, and I watched it, and um, I will not be talking about that in, in this list. Uh, but However, the first Home Alone and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, I do do very much enjoy. The, uh, the next one I want to talk about is, uh, and my goodness, I hope this is uh, semi-interesting for you. Um, if not, uh, hey, we'll see you next week. You know, I when I'll <laughs> I'll be talking about uh, uh, some of my Christmas favorite Christmas memories. But um, if you are enjoying it, stick 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 around. And uh, <laughs> this next one is also an older film, uh, like It's a Wonderful Life. It was from 1949, and it's become a favorite of mine every holiday season. It's called Holiday Affair. And it stars Robert Mitchum and I've got to I got to take a knee here a 22 year old Janet Lee. Which, if you um, do, they get any more beautiful than than Janet Lee at a 22 year old Janet Lee? I mean, it's ridiculous how hot she is. Anyway, um, and I'm sure you ladies would go, boy, I. A, a 29 or a 30 year old Robert Mitchum. Uh, I don't know how old he was during this. There's a good chance he was like 50 <laughs> because that's sort of how how it worked back then. Well, even sometimes today. But uh, yeah, I'm sure many of you women would go, oh boy, a young Robert Mitchum. I'll don't mind if I do uh, leer a little uh, too long. But a, a wonderful movie. Uh, it's very sweet. Ah. Uh, uh, Holiday Affair. Robert Mitchum works at a store, and uh, Janet Lee comes in, and she's a spy. She's a spy uh, for a competitive, uh, competing store. And Robert Mitchum catches her being a spy, and uh, he says, you know what, though? I'm going to let you go. And because of that, he gets fired. But they go on a date, and uh, they end up, and she is sort of seeing another person. It's a little shady on Janet's part. But they, uh, as you can imagine, they, well, they they grow to like each other, and oh, it's it's really really romantic and nice, and uh, just a sweet movie without being, you know, overly saccharine. It's 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 a very a lovely film, holiday affair. You could pretty much watch it any time of year, but of course, Christmas, oh, man, man, oh man. The next three are, as I said earlier, non-traditional Christmas movies, and of course, one of those would be Die Hard. I try to watch Die Hard every December. And it was sort of a fun social media debate last year and whatnot of, is it a Christmas movie, is it not? Well, Christmas movies don't always have to be about, uh, you know, the joys of gift giving and receiving and (laughs) that kind of thing. If they take place during Christmas, I say they're fair game. Yes, they're Christmas movies. And... uh, there's certainly a lot to like with Die Hard. It's one of the greatest action movies ever made. And again, not one for necessarily for the youngins. If, you're, um, if you'd rather them not see, you know, a lot of people getting shot <laughs> or hearing the F word or whatever. Uh, but 
a fun, fun movie, and uh, it didn't just launch that that franchise. It, it pretty much launched uh, that that type of action film <clears throat> for years. Uh, I mean, the old joke is that every elevator pitch in Hollywood, which is elevator pitch being, hey, if you got one chance to be in, a, in an elevator with a producer and you only have uh, 30 seconds to try to sell your movie to them, um, what would you say? And a lot of the elevator pitchers at the time were, uh, pitches rather, were, uh, hey, it's Die Hard on a plane or it's Die Hard on a boat, uh, that kind of thing. It's, it's sort of mocked in uh, the movie The Player, if you've ever seen that. But yeah. So it, it, I mean, it sort of revitalized. Well, it 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 became the go-to model for action movies at the time, and there's a good reason. It's a great, great flick. Another Christmas movie. Well, I say Christmas movie, but it, it Christmas is all over this movie, and uh, you could watch it on New Year's because it ends. Um, I think New Year's Eve. Trading places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. It's uh. Boy, this this one is not for the family, of course, the language, and uh, this is also, oh my, I just realized, I talked about how hot Janet Lee was in Holiday Affair, and when I say hot, you know, it, it, just a knockout, just totally gorgeous, but it might be more fair, fair to use uh, the adjective hot for her daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis, who in is in Trading Places, and... Uh, boy, is she in it. She uh, doesn't leave much to the imagination in a couple uh, couple scenes. And uh, for some of you, that may be reason enough to watch. Um, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> a highlight of uh, <laughs> a, a, a topless. I don't, I'm not trying to be rude by any means. I want to be as respectful as possible because I, I really appreciate her as a an actress and a, and a person. And uh, uh, but boy. Uh, her topless isn't just a highlight of trading places. It's a, it was a highlight of the eighties and, uh, is still a highlight of every December of mine. But that said, she's wonderful in this movie. She's such a great actress and Aykroyd and Murphy are a riot as are Ralph Bellamy and Donna Michi who play two very rich brothers and uh, they own uh, a trading company and they, uh, decide to to place a bet. They say, "Hey, is is uh, is a man the man he is because of hereditary reasons or uh, because of environmental reasons?" It's that old uh, that old argument and and philosophical and psychological and scientific debate. So they actually try it out. They take Eddie Murphy, who's uh, a bit of a a con man. Um, you know, begging for money on the street, that kind of thing. Um, that doesn't, it's not just that that makes him the con man. He actually is sort of a con man. I don't, I don't want you to ever uh, be walking down the street and, and see somebody down on their luck and just, you con man. <laughs> That's not always the case. Anyway, uh, I don't have to tell you that. You're a good person. So the, uh, Eddie, Eddie is a bit of a con man. And Dan Aykroyd is, uh, uh, he's terrific for their firm. He, he makes them a lot of money. He's, uh, a very uh, erudite and uh, skilled at what he does, and rich and well-to-do, and, uh, well, they they fire him. They fire him, and they ruin his life in other ways, and then they give his job to Eddie Murphy to see if it is indeed the environment that the man is in or if these people just by nature are either good or bad or or talented or not or whatever. And uh, 
the comedy doth ensue. It's um, really good stuff. A comedy classic. And uh, uh, I tell you what, it is not Christmas for me until I have seen uh, Dan Aykroyd hammered out of his mind in the filthiest Santa suit you've ever seen sitting on a city bus across from some very uh, rightfully uh, so worried uh, ladies, and he pulls a uh, smoked salmon out of his Santa suit that he has stolen from a corporate uh, work party, and he just starts gnawing on it, but it's mo- but it gets caught in uh, his filthy beard, and <laughs> I, and uh, it's uh, one of my favorite sight gags. I, I I love it. It's it's a simple laugh, but it it's a big laugh for me. So check out Trading Places if you haven't, and. The third non-traditional Christmas movie that I try to watch every December could be considered a horror film. Uh, You know what? I left off uh, a couple horror films that I do like uh, around the holidays. Black Christmas is genuinely good. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night is uh, not so good, but it's uh, kind of fun to watch if you're looking for the antithesis of the uh, (laughs) traditional Christmas movie, an axe-wielding Man dressed as Santa. If you really want to be creeped out during uh, the Christmas season, check out the... And there was a movie... Um, oh, I should have done some research on this, but I didn't even think to talk about it. Uh, the It was in the 60s or 70s. It was a Tales from the Crypt movie where they had three different stories, and one of the stories was about a deranged lunatic, a killer who escapes from a mental asylum... And uh, he dresses as Santa, and he terrorizes a woman in her home. And they did a when the Tales from the Crypt TV show started on HBO. That was one of the first episodes, and it was directed by Robert Zemeckis, and uh, who who did Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Back to the Future and Castaway and a lot of great movies and um, Forrest Gump and. The uh, San- the lunatic that plays Santa is a guy named Larry Drake who was on L.A. Law, and he was in Dark Man, and he played a um, uh, <laughs> Doctor Giggles, a the titular horror uh, villain, uh, <laughs> a movie that's kind of funny, but uh, you can miss it if you need to. And uh, anyway, that version, the early '90s ver- HBO. Um, I believe it's called an all through the house. If you if you check that out, if you just want a quick twenty five minute uh, creep out session, that's good. It's really good. It's um, it's effective, and he boy he looks like an evil Santa, and uh, uh, yeah, that that one will get under your skin a little bit. Um, that said, the movie I I uh, I got sidetracked, but what I was going to mention was. Gremlins. Gremlin. People forget. Uh, some people forget. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. It's um, and I, you know it could be argued that even Gremlins is a metaphor for commercialism run amok. Uh, that and the and the sequel are both kind of that. I mean, a kid gets a pet that has certain rules, and those rules not necessarily this the kid's fault or the young man's fault, but. The, the rules get broken, and my gosh, uh, the gremlins uh, start terrorizing the town. And it's funny and uh, weird and scary, and um, uh, 
you know, cute. Uh, Gizmo was cute before, well, you know, he hatches a bunch of gremlins out of his back or whatever. But, uh, uh, <laughs> well, he's cute throughout. And it's a fun movie, and it's a fa- it's, it's considered a family movie, even though it might be fairly intense for some. But that is a definitely a Christmas movie. And uh, it was a really effective scene to uh, one of my favorite Christmas carols, do you hear what I hear? And uh, this the, the mother of the boy who owns Gizmo knows that something's in the house, and she's sort of stalking around and, and then slowly but surely discovering gremlins in her house to that song, and it's uh, really well done. Um, you know, if you, if you don't watch Die Hard or Trading Places or Gremlins uh, during the holiday season, I don't blame you. They're, they're, again, not traditional Christmas movies. They just happen to be... Movies I like to watch in December. Now, some of you might be saying, Josh, how can you talk about mixed nuts and the ref and not talk about Love Actually or Elf or any other of uh, your favorite holiday films? Because they're not my favorite. I'll just be honest. Love Actually is a fine movie. Um, Elf is... Fine, I I know. Uh, on the on the morning show, I joke a lot about how those movies suck. I do not think they suck. Uh, oftentimes, if um, I hope I'm not spoiling anything for for a lot of you, but oftentimes on the show, uh, one one of us will <laughs> st- uh, speak more strongly uh, about something than we we don't feel that strongly about it, but it, for comedic reasons or uh, uh, dramatic conflict. I will say during the mornings that Elf, I hate Elf. It's not funny. It sucks. I don't really feel that way. It's fine, but it is. But it is not one of my favorites. I don't. Uh, I saw it once, and I feel like that was enough for me. Um, same with. Well, I, I am going to give Love Actually another shot because uh, I liked it. But man, everybody's telling me that I should be loving it, and uh, I'm going to want. You know, I'll give it another shot. And I love uh, rom coms and all that stuff, but. Um, We'll see. Uh, but there are plenty out there. The Santa Claus movies. Uh, boy, Fred Claus. Uh, I could tell you about the Christmas movies I hate. There are there are a couple I watched and just went, ah. But there's no reason to get into that. Why would we celebrate? Uh, I mean, well, we, we don't. There's no reason to celebrate what, things we don't like. I, I think there's far too much of that. Uh, we're all too we're, – we're, we're very quick to go uh, on – online and talk about what we don't like and I, I prefer to talk about the things I do like and those are just ten, those are 10 of my favorite holiday films uh, I, ha- I have a confession to make as well um, some of you may not like me after this confession but uh, I, I that's okay I, re- I respect your opinion and if you need to walk away from me uh, the the podcast, the Bob and Tom show, and, and me f- for the rest of your lives, I, I, w- I, I will not hold it against you. But my confession is that during the month of December, Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries Channel and Up, the Up Network, those are on my television a lot, a lot during the month of December. Um, I uh, mostly have those made-for-television Christmas movies 
on during <laughs> during the month of December. And uh, <laughs> it's true. I, I, um, I'm not ashamed of it. Um, some of you think I should be, but I'm not. And I'll tell you why I have them on. They really set the mood. They're so they're so happy, and uh, they're almost naive in their positivity. <laughs> and they're so wonderfully unrealistic and idealistic. And uh, I like I like it. I like the scenery, and I like the sentiment, and I like. Um, I mean, these things are are very silly. The uh, they're all very much the same um, kind of cookie cutter scripts and scenarios. Uh, they're getting more progressive now, um, uh, you know, which is great uh, and uh, more inclusive. In fact, uh, <laughs> there was one recently. Um, I'd have to look this up, and I don't know if I'm... This might be a bit of a high-wire act for me to talk about. But the premise... I didn't watch the movie yet, but it was called something like uh, uh, <laughs> Holly and Hanukkah or, or something like that. And the premise was that this girl does a, um, a DNA test. She does a DNA test. I just saw the commercial for it. She does a DNA test, and she actually says to somebody, she goes... I did this DNA test, and it turns out I'm 50% Jewish. And so then she starts uh, studying about Hanukkah and everything like that. My question is, how does one's DNA show what religious beliefs you have? I, I is, there, is there something in that test? I mean... I guess it could say like, "Hey, you're forty percent Israeli." Is that what? It, I, maybe I should watch it and find out. Um, I just i I wanted. To, I guess I just uh, am wondering if that's a giant plot hole. <laughs> if you want to celebrate Hanukkah, or if you, I don't know, if you aren't you half Jew? Don't you find out that you're fifty percent Jewish because one of your parents is? I I don't. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if that's considered. Am I off base here? Is this a fair question? Um, you know, if you're offended by any of this, I got to be honest. That's your choice to be. I'm just asking questions here, and I'm sure more of you, most of you, are more offended by the fact that I watch Lifetime Christmas movies than you are by by me questioning the premise of this. But I also have to tell you this. I I decided I was going to write one of these things. I went, oh man, you know what? I'm going to write a cable Christmas movie and uh, try to sell it to one of these many stations and get whatever it is, uh, $10,000. I have no idea what, what they might pay for it. And then every Christmas just walk to the mailbox as it's shown in reruns 10 times or whatever. You know what I mean? And just make, make some royalty or whatever the deal is. And I went, what if I wrote a Christmas movie about somebody who didn't like Christmas movies. This might be cute, huh? These two girls, maybe they're sisters, maybe they're best friends. They sit down with their blankets and their wine or their hot cocoa or whatever, and the one woman is very excited to be watching these joyous 
Uh, although, you know, maybe somewhat frivolous uh, Christmas cable movies. And the other one is going, oh, how can you watch these? They're all so predictable. They're all the same. They're all so idealistic, and none of this ever really happens. And But the next morning she wakes up, and my gosh, she's in one of these Christmas movies, and she uh, can't believe it. And uh, she has to try to maneuver through it, even though she doesn't like them and but she kind of knows the rules of them, and by gosh, if she doesn't fall in love and uh, happily ever after, well, <laughs> I sat down and I started outlining this film. Well, that's that's being generous. This this uh, uh, movie or whatever, this television movie. And so I started outlining it out, and of course, I've got the cable Christmas movie sh- on the, on my TV. And I hear uh, a commercial for uh, you know coming up uh, next week. A, a and and it goes. Or the announcer goes, uh, "A Christmas movie, Christmas." And I look up, and I'll be damned if it's not a commercial for the movie that I was just outlining. <laughs> uh, and I looked it up, and apparently this thing's like a year or two old. I know that I haven't seen it. I know that I haven't seen it, but there is a chance that I saw an ad for it last year or two. Who knows? If I didn't, look, it's not the most brilliant idea. It, it makes sense to me that, that there would be parallel, what's called parallel development or parallel thought. It makes sense to me that somebody else would have this idea. It, it wasn't a brilliant idea, but I thought it was a fun idea. And I thought, hey, hey maybe I can make a little, uh, little side money or whatever. <laughs> well, it's already been done. And it looks like they nailed it. It looks... It looks like they took that premise and ran with it and just knocked it out of the park. So I'm, uh, I'll watch it, and we'll see if it's as good. Um, I, it probably has less penis jokes, I'll tell you that, than my script would. But uh, <laughs> anyway. All right, I'm getting out of here. I, uh, <laughs> this has been fun. I, I, I hope it's been a good listen. I enjoy talking about things I like, and I, I really like – uh, holiday movies, and I like the season, and um, I really like these movies, and I hope uh, you, you, I know you have your favorites, and oh my gosh, watch them, uh, watch them, enjoy them, and maybe in my list there was a title that you weren't familiar with, or one that you were familiar with, but you've never seen, and you think, you know what, that Josh uh, Arnold says uh, it's not so bad, maybe I'll give it a look this year. I hope you do. And why don't we go right to what to work on this week? Oh, that's good. (laughs) I knew it was different. Um, But what I don't know, (laughs) this is the traditional what we're going to work on this week music. For those of you who have listened to more than just this episode, um, I hope, I hope you've listened to more than just this episode so that you know that occasionally it can be um, listenable. But... uh, (laughs) Uh, anyway, what what the heck? It's the holiday season. Things are meant to be light and enjoyable. I hope this has been a light, nice little podcast for you. And again, if not, uh, then we'll see you next week. But, uh, well, it's too late. It's over. You listened to the whole damn thing, didn't you? Um, anyway, I, what I'm going to have to ask Jason is, was that first base, bass line there, uh, was that a mistake? Or <laughs> was he just trying something new? <laughs> but I did like it at first. Uh, anyway... Here's what I would like you to try this week. Um, you're probably getting gifts for folks, and you uh, 
Some of you may have your shopping done. Some of you may be scrambling to get it done. Some of you might be waiting because you like to shop last minute. Hey, whatever you whatever you got going on, I'm 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 cool with. But what I'd like you to do is for at least one of your gifts, buy local. Get something from a small brick and mortar shop or a gift card from a a local restaurant or um heck, I would even uh, consider something like uh, this. This wouldn't always be local, but maybe get something off of Etsy, so, uh, something that somebody has uh, created themselves, and they're and they're selling. And uh, you know, it, maybe it's their full time job, but maybe it's just a side job to get a little extra money uh, around the holidays. Go ahead and 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 make sure that one of your presents is something from your area and 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 from something that's not a a franchise or a chain. Um, yeah, help some of these folks out and uh, help yourself to something that you know is part of your community, part of your neighborhood. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's a very nice thing. I know I um, – well, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, uh, most of the people I know this year, that's what I'm doing, getting them uh, gift cards to one of their favorite local places. And, uh, yeah, I think everybody – it's something everybody <laughs> – it's something everybody can enjoy. And uh, you know what I love about gift cards is um, if you're in the position, if you're in, if you're in the position to do it, I'm not always in the position to do this. But boy, can you clean up yourself. What I mean is I was at this place recently, and if you buy a, a, a $100 worth of gift cards, you get an extra $25 gift card. And a lot of places like do that. And if you have the means... You can kind of, like, uh, if you're buying gift cards anyway, you can uh, <laughs> build yourself quite a stash of uh, gift cards that you can use throughout the year. It's pretty awesome. I was able to do it at one place. It was a local uh, pizzeria, and I, w- I said, I need a $50 gift card, please. And then I looked, and I saw the sign that said, if you buy $100, you get 25 And in my head, I went, well... Two people are going to get $50 gift cards from this place because I'm getting that 25 and uh, that's what I did. So, I, unfortunately, I'm not able to do that every place I go, but if you are, boy, oh, boy, clean up. Anyway, buy something local, whether it be a, a tangible item or a gift card. Uh, it, it, it really is a nice, nice thing to do. And next um, next week, I you know, I, I normally don't preface what I'm going to or preview, rather, what I'm going to uh, talk about on the next podcast, because sometimes I don't know. But I do know that I'm going to share some holiday uh, memories with you all, and uh, it should be nice. I sure would love it if you if you came back and uh, shared uh, these memories with me. I uh, Boy, I really do uh, enjoy having you, and I, I enjoy hearing from you. Josh Podcast at bobandtom.com, and uh, thank you for letting me uh talk about some of my favorite holiday films have a great week and we will see you next time